Welcome back to Legacy of Mom podcast. I am Tina. I'm here with Britt. Hey, Britt, how are you today? Good. Good. We're back in our respective states where we're, <laughs> we're not podcasting, sitting next to each other. It's so funny. It's such a different dynamic when you're like face to face versus online doing this. It is. You think that it would be just like a normal conversation like we normally have, but it's yeah. not. Like, no, because you know that there's a microphone there. Yeah. And like, you know, you're being <laughs> recorded, so it doesn't flow the same. <laughs> well, I we're I kind know. of both animated when we have like personal conversations. Yeah. And so we're walking around and we're using our right. hands and we're doing all that stuff in this like, yeah. So here we are. Yeah. We're back to normal. So this week, so let, well, let me just kind of recap last week, we were talking about spiritual warfare 101. And I, I don't know about you, I just found that um, mm. <clears throat> I still found that to be like, that's a hard one to kind of unpack for people, because yeah. it's not something that we talk about. So what I want to start with, because we're going to talk about spiritual warfare and the strong willed child, which I love because yeah. The battle for the strong-willed child is one on your knees. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you have a strong-willed child out there, we just got done talking about this in the Zoom room and the strong-willed child and the heart of the strong-willed child and the things that they struggle with. And when you know what they struggle with, you can do battle for them. But this yeah. isn't like hard or complicated and it's not scary or anything, but the yeah. enemy would love to, to do that. So what I want to open right. up with is I want to read Ephesians 6 where it talks about spiritual warfare. And then mm -hmm. let's unpack what that looks like as we're parenting the strong-willed child. So, okay. yeah. Okay. So let me just read this. So I'm reading out of Ephesians 6. I'm going to start at verse 10. And this is out of the NLT, the New Living Testament. <clears throat> it says, a final word. This is Paul talking. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. <clears throat> Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to stand or to, so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on your belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, Hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. In verse 18, pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. So for me, as the mother of a strong-willed child, a couple, few, you didn't name it. <laughs> <laughs> this is really a passage that I think is critical mm -hmm. for the strong-willed parent. So we're talking about this from the perspective of, I'm the mom of a strong-willed child. You're the strong-willed child. Yeah. And yep. navigating all of that and how spiritual warfare played into all of that. 
So yeah. I'm just going to share out of the gate. There was one situation. I think you were probably eight or nine. And you mm -hmm. may not even remember this, but we had a knockdown drag out one morning. You got you got up. I got you off to I was getting you off to school and I can't remember like the, the details of it, uh -huh. but it was a rough morning. And I remember sending you to school like crying like it was just a knockdown drag out. Mm. And just that strong will, right? I'm going to do mm -hmm. this. I'm going to do it my way. Um, you know, the whole nine yards. And I know moms out there can relate to what I'm saying because that's really, that's really hard. The last thing you want to do is send your kid off to school a hot mess. Yeah. And I sent you to school anyway. But while you were at school, there were some very specific things I was praying against. And those things were in prayer there was a spirit of rebellion. There was an unteachable mm. spirit. These are all things mm. that the strong-willed child wrestles with. They wrestle with rebellion. Strong-willed strong children are very rebellious. Mm -hmm. Strong-willed children are unteachable because yeah. there's a lot of pride. They think they know everything. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> strong-willed children, there was a, a couple other things on the list that I was praying against. And as you were at school that day, it, you know, like it says here in verse, I think it was 18, it says, um, pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion and stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Stay persistent in your prayers for your strong-willed child. And I was praying, Lord, please set Brittany free. Set her free from that spirit of rebellion and that unteachable spirit and bring her to a place of brokenness in those things. And when you got home from school, I remember just giving you a hug and then sitting down with you, you know, giving you a snack and sitting down and saying, look, do you like living like this? Is this something that, you, you know, the way that you went off to school today, do you enjoy living like that? And I, mm -hmm. I, you said, no, no, mommy, I don't like that. And it was an opportunity to say, okay, then let's pray about that. Let's ask mm -hmm. Jesus to take those things away so that you can not be rebellious. And I would use those words. I would use the word rebellion or mm -hmm. you need to have a teachable heart. And oh, yeah, I remember that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that line was thrown around, around a lot. <laughs> you need to be teachable. And, you know, and so you, the night, the really cool thing about kids is, is that their one job in the Bible is to obey their parents in the Lord. And that's mm -hmm. Ephesians 5. And the really cool thing is when your children, out of obedience to your authority as a parent, pray with you. And I literally said, okay, I'm going to give you the words to pray. And mm -hmm. we would go into prayer and I, you know, dear Jesus, I submit myself to your authority. I confess this spirit of rebellion. I confess I'm rebellious. I've chosen to be rebellious. And I ask your forgiveness for that. And just walking your child through basic prayers of confession of yeah. their sin, because mm -hmm. rebellion is sin. Pride mm -hmm. that causes the unteachable heart is sin. And I remember praying with you about that. And I'm not saying you and I didn't have any more of those moments, but they, they mm. weren't as intense as that one was. Yeah. And, you know, you, God began that process of setting you free, but it was years, years yeah, before I you think, were completely free. Uh, yeah. And that 
is only it's it's because you're not going to walk in true freedom until you're walking in the spirit. So it's not like we sat there and we prayed through it and I never went back to it. Of right. course, I still struggled with it because I was walking in my flesh. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, yeah, I mean, of course, it's important to sit there and pray through it and to work through it and to talk about it and mm-hmm. address it. Um, but just to know as a mom that you're not going to see real freedom until mm-hmm. your child chooses to walk with Jesus. Right. It's that, sub- that surrendered will. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. However, I do believe when we are able to pray with our kids like that, the Holy Spirit uses that. Yes. In your I was going to say that because later down the road, I, I truly believe that all that we've prayed through, even though I don't remember like, yeah, I, like I, I don't remember the story that you just talked about. I'm, of mm-hmm. course, I have like a horrible memory, but that's <laughs> neither here nor there. <laughs> but, <laughs> hashtag mom brain. <laughs> well, I, I do believe that even though I don't, I don't, didn't realize it, everything that we prayed through and everything that you taught me really like the Lord used in my life, like it it didn't go to waste. And, and and even though you might not have seen like an immediate change, like 360 change or like, what is it? 360, 180? Yeah. 180. 180. <laughs> 180. I'm like, all right, back. <laughs> that would be the wrong one. 360 takes you right back to where you were. Yeah. yeah. 180 is the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting episode. <laughs> Even though you don't see like a 180 in your child right away doesn't mean like it's not happening. Like the Lord isn't working. Like you right. have patience. He has patience. We need patience. That's right. It takes time. You know, it takes time. It, just because somebody, <laughs> <laughs> it takes time. And, and we ebb and flow in that. Yeah. You yeah. know, we ebb and flow. And it really is that surrendered will that makes all the difference in your walk with Jesus Christ and where you really do find that. But as you're parenting that strong-willed child, I want to remind you to go back to these passages in Ephesians 6, because these are the things that we need to do as parents to walk in this Mm -hmm. as you know, because we're, we're spiritually parenting our strong-willed child. And it's right. going to take warfare to be able to do that. And mm-hmm. it's it's that mom on her knees going, Lord, I pray against the spirit of rebellion. Mm-hmm. I, I'm asking you to set her free. Lord, I'm, I'm asking that you tear down the pride. And <clears throat> warfare can be scary in the fact that you have to pray some scary prayers. Yeah. You know, and as a mom... I remember praying like, Lord, do whatever is necessary in Brittany's life to get a hold of her heart, because that that is the goal of our parenting as Jesus moms is we Mm -hmm. want our kids to love God and to glorify him in their lives. And and that is the goal in that. And so sometimes praying those hard prayers, but there's there's this whole idea of putting on your armor, too. Yeah. And because yeah. you got a lot coming at you as a mom right. with a strong willed child. Yeah. And that's what I was actually going to ask you or like address is I I mean, for the parts that I remember <laughs> with our relationship was more 
when I was teenage years. The, I yeah. mean, I remember some of those very vividly, but I will say like, I was not kind at all. I, there were times when I was so mean to you and I know it's because like, I just, I didn't like the truth in you. Like I didn't like that you spoke truth. And I, I like, it was, it was rebellion against God is what it ultimately came down to. It wasn't that I was, it was you personally, it was Mm -hmm. Jesus in you. Mm -hmm. And it just like ruffled my feathers. Like I, like you wouldn't believe, like I would get so, I'd be fuming. And like, even when I was like throwing those darts at you and I would just say really mean things, or I would like treat you really unkindly, like you, you still stood firm and you were strong in that. But like, what are you doing on the back end to, to deal with that? Cause it's not easy. And I can't even imagine like my child saying some of the things like I said to you, like, how do you even, I mean, it was, and it was years, it was years. This wasn't like a day or two, like this was a, a lot. I, I, how do you, like, what did you do on the back end? Give us the, I, I think... the dirty details of the inside of that. <laughs> I think what you said is what I did is that, you know, you said this wasn't personal. This was directed at God. And what I hated was God in you, not you. Mm -hmm. And for me to keep that in mind, you know, and I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I had Rod behind me and he was, Mm -hmm. you know, look, you can't take this personal. I had Aunt Patty there. She's like, look. You can't take it personal. This is not mm-hmm. personal. This is yeah. this is her issue. Yeah. And yeah. You know, kind of keeping those things in mind and choosing forgiveness mm-hmm. because it is hurtful. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not personal, but it's it personal. It's yeah. words. It's words, words are powerful and they hurt. <laughs> they are. They are. And I don't honestly remember a lot. I really don't remember what you said like specifically i just remember that we had some hard times i mean there was like one and there was one place that i do remember i might share that story but um and i think it's it's you know my greatest fear is rejection and you know going back and going you know what lord this isn't me that she's rejecting it's you and it's your truth and standing firm and and that's what you know, in Ephesians 6, because it says here in verse 11, put on all of God's armor, God's armor, so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. And that's what I was dealing with, the strategies of the devil, because he knew the zingers. He knew where Mm -hmm. to get me. He knew where to shoot those fiery arrows. You didn't. Right. But the yeah, enemy yeah, did. But I was used as a pawn because I wasn't walking with Jesus. So exactly. And that's what happens. And we need to keep that in mind as moms of strong-willed children that they're the ones that are being the pawns because strong-willed right. children walk in their flesh. Yes. Their flesh yeah. is so incredibly strong. Yeah. And it's what you said, until they surrender that flesh to the Holy Spirit and walk surrendered, the flesh is going to be strong. Mm -hmm. And you have to understand that. And then you also have to be like the faith that knowing that, you know what, God's got this child Mm -hmm. and I'm going to, 
you know, even in those displays of rebellion and hurtfulness, there are places that the Holy Spirit's going, okay, you can pray about that and you can pray about that. And I'm making my list, right? But to remember that my battle, you're not my enemy. The Mm -hmm. enemy is my enemy. And verse 12 says, we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. We're fighting against all of the stuff in the unseen world. Right, right. He's talking about here. Um, evil rulers and authorities of the unseen were against mighty powers of Stark Age. And it's not me, ultimately, that the enemy wants to hurt. He hurts me because he knows that hurts the father. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's it really is not personal. Yeah. This is, yeah. you know, really about actually, the battle between Satan and God. And we're the right. pawns in that. And it always has been. It always has mm-hmm. been. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a good example um, talking about the strategies of the enemy. And I think it's really important. And I know we said this in the last episode to know those strategies and to see them so that we know where, where to target our prayers and, yeah. and ultimately knowing where the battle is. Yeah. And there was one time um, when there was a, a certain person um, that we have in our family that comes over and um, every time this person showed up at my house during, it was, I don't know, maybe a year ago, mm-hmm. um, Mila, who's like, she's a mommy's girl. Like she is just, we are <laughs> like, yeah, you're tight. She's you're tight. Right. And she's so kind and, and like caring and happy, joyful all the time. Mm-hmm. And every time this person would come around, it was like a a switch flipped with her and she was not at all the Mila that I know, like something was different and something changed drastically every time. And I'm like, I I saw it and you know, all of a sudden she would look at me and just say hurtful things. And like, she didn't know she, what she was doing. Um, like, mommy, I don't want you in my room with me. I don't want you to, I don't, I, I don't want you to say, I love you. Like when I would tuck her in for a nap. So not Mila. So not her. And it was Mm -mm. so bizarre. Mm -hmm. And to the point where at one time, like there was a moment where I let it get to me and because it hurt, it hurt so bad. Mm -hmm. And I walked away and I, in my room by myself. And I said, this is the enemy. He yeah. is trying to get to me and he's using my daughter as a pawn right now. And that's, that's me recognizing that this, this was not Mila, that this was the enemy and he yeah. was attacking me and using Spiritual her. battle. Mm-hmm. There, there's my battle right there. That's where the target is. And I remember I brought it up to you and we had talked mm-hmm. with aunt Patty and we figured out that this was a spirit of contempt that mm-hmm. was entering my home through this person mm-hmm. who was not walking with Jesus, right? Um, who was used as a pawn, and mm-hmm. um, it was clung to her, and 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 this the spirit was was just every time this person would come around it was with Mila, mm-hmm. and so I remember I sat down with Mila and I prayed with her. I told her mm-hmm. what to say, and mm-hmm. I prayed through setting her free of this spirit of contempt. And now every time mm-hmm. this person comes around. Honestly, every time like a lot of people come around, I I pray that, and I know I learned this from you that that the Lord would dispatch His mighty angels to stand guard at every 
every doorway of my home and to thwart any spirit of the enemy that is attempting to get into this home because these are holy grounds and he's not Mm -hmm. welcome. That Mm -hmm. right there is warfare. And when I prayed her through to reject the spirit of contempt and Mm -hmm. we stood against it and then I prayed Mm -hmm. for the Lord to guard us um, from any spirit of the enemy coming in. It has not once since been here and she has never been affected since then. And, And it's, that's, that is, I don't, that's like my best example of just knowing and understanding the schemes of the mm-hmm. enemy and, and being able to target your prayers properly and, and fight right. the battle the way that we're supposed to. Yeah. And to be very specific about that spirit of yeah. contempt, it was a spirit of contempt that this person had for their mother. Yes. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. the enemy used it as an open door because it was yep. it because it was family it was a generational mm-hmm. thing and yes, the enemy was using for... <laughs> as an open door yeah for mila to like kind of give ground to that thing so she did because yeah, I... she cooperated with it right. so it was something she needed to deal with but mm-hmm. also recognizing that this was that Mila's not the enemy. The person that came to right. your house is not the enemy. The enemy right. is the enemy. Right. And that's what we're talking about when it comes to spiritual warfare is yeah. recognizing where the battle is and, yeah. and, and suiting up, you know, yeah. if you go third verses 13 all the way through says, put on every piece of God's armor. So you'll be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be still standing firm and you were still standing firm, even Mm -hmm. though it almost took you out. And that's where I was as a mom with you and I, I was still standing firm at the end of the day because I knew where the battle was and that you were not the enemy. And then verse 18, pray in the spirit at all times. I cannot stress enough the power of prayer for your kids and especially your strong-willed children. That's yeah. where the battle will be won on your knees. And this is where legacies are changed mm-hmm. because had I given in to that and I ran my mouth and cut you down and it, we would not have a relationship right now. No. And it, just like you said, like, had you kept like running, like, I guess, quote, running mm-hmm. your mouth um, mm-hmm. with that said, like, I feel like there's a fine line with the strong-willed child because if you push a strong-willed child who is like controlled by rebellion and pride and like push them into like, I don't know, spiritually, I guess you could say like, yeah. Or like there's things that you, you know, they're walking the wrong direction, but you're, you kind of like butt in all the time to give your opinion. Like, I don't want you hanging out with that person, which you can say that you can, you can, you certainly can, but like, putting them too too many guardrails up. You know what I mean? Yeah, like trying to control the strong-willed child. Yes, yes, Every, thank you. You can't control the heart of the strong-willed child. Yeah. Strong-willed children need very firm boundaries and you need to be that brick in the wall that they right. hit every time they try to cross the boundaries. But you also have to be extremely loving with a, with a strong-willed child yes. because at the end of the day, a strong-willed child has a very tender heart towards people. Mm-hmm. And it can be wounded deeply, but they build a fortified wall around that heart that yeah. makes them look so tough. And they're yeah. not. And they're not. They're not. Yeah. They really yeah. are. 
big yeah. teddy bears and and they don't yeah. want to let that guard down. And so it's having the strong will child and any child, by the way, needs authority. They need to know where their boundaries are because it's there's yeah. freedom within the boundaries. Yeah. But they also need that they need to know somebody's there to enforce the boundaries. Yeah. And they, but they need a high level of love. And I and, think I think too for the strong-willed child, I know that the the way that I really learned was through my own mistakes. And it's it's knowing that that child might have to hit <laughs> many walls. Yeah. And while you have your boundaries up and, and it was like, so the boundaries were like, okay, you're under my roof. Here's the rules. Uh -huh. and, and and you break those rules. Here's the consequence. Right. But at the same time, it's like, there are certain times where you were like, let's just like, just gotta sure. learn. Like There's sometimes nothing you gotta I can fall do. on your face. Yeah. If yeah. You're yeah. Walking in poop. Like mm -hmm. sometimes you just gotta let them and, and, I don't know, you know. One of the things that I learned as a mom that it's not always my responsibility to prevent the pieces from falling, but to be mm -hmm. there when to help put the pieces back together. Yes. And for strong-willed children, the one of the best things that you can do is let them fall on their faces while they're home. Yeah. And not try to mow down the hard parts, not try to prevent yeah. them from making mistakes. Mm -hmm. Because strong-willed children tend to learn the hard way. And those of you who are listening, yeah. who are strong-willed, you know that's true. Because yeah. that's the way you've learned, right? Which is probably so hard, too, for the mother. Like, what you probably watching that just seeing. You're like watching a train wreck. Like, it you is see watching it coming, a train wreck. And you're like, I yeah. can't. Like, I, she's got to learn. And I just have to let her fall. And it's like, I can't. Probably. I just remember difficult. that phone call with you and you were talking about certain things and, you know, and I finally said, I listened and I knew where this was going. And I finally said mm -hmm. to you, you know what, Brett, you're a big girl now. Mm -hmm. You're an adult and you get to make your own big girl decisions. But just remember yeah. that you will live the consequences of those decisions. So choose well. Yeah. And I got off the phone and I sat down on the couch <laughs> and I put my face in my hands and bawled. Ugh. And I'm Rod's looking at me, Zach's looking at me, and he, they're like, <laughs> What in the world? And I'm like, We need to pray for Britt. We yeah. need to pray for her. And I think it was probably two or three months, not four, not more than four, that you called me and God had bring, brought you to brokenness in your mm -hmm. life. And that was the turning point when God got a hold of your heart. But that you were in your later half of your 20s by the time that yeah. happened. And it took a long time. It did. But you hit a wall doing about 500 miles an hour mm. and it was rough and yeah. you had everything yeah. to lose. But God yeah. has redeemed all of that in, yeah. in a beautiful, beautiful way. And so mm -hmm. there is hope, but you know, it's not going to be an easy road. You got to stick to your guns and yeah. we need each other. We need community. We need other moms who have walked through this to come mm -hmm. alongside of us and, and encourage us like I did with Aunt Patty and Rod was there encouraging me the whole yeah. way. So with that, Britt, would you mind praying for these moms of strong-willed children? Yeah. <laughs> Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this podcast, for this time we've got to spend together, Lord, <clears throat> for all that you're doing through us, Lord. I thank you for our listeners, our friends. 
I pray, Lord, for anyone who is listening with a strong-willed child, Lord, that you would just help them to stand firm, that you would give them courage and strength that they need and the wisdom that they need to stand firm and to guide their children on the path of righteousness and to do so, Lord, with you by their side, Lord, because we know that we, we can't do this without you. We need you. We need your guidance. We need your wisdom. So, Lord, I ask that you would just go before these these women and that you would be with them every step of the way, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. 